Hello and welcome to the Most Best Fighting Championship. I'm Zach Williams. I'm Alex Perks. And we are your commentators for, um, I don't want to say the world's first hypothetical fighting tournament. Maybe the world's best hypothetical, the most best hypothetical. The most best hypothetical, yeah. Uh, so what are we here to do today? That could be also be your the name. Sorry, I've got completely off track. If you like, do like a, a, a philosophy podcast, the most best hypothetical it could be like an actual theorem. But we're here. We've brought eight characters each, eight contestants that we think are worthy of glory. And uh, we're going to pit them against each other and see who we think would come out on top. And we're going to narrow it down to uh, narrow it down to uh, a winner. Yeah, it's basically your basic bracket system. Your basic bracket system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone world. Is it World Cup? Not World Cup style. No, I don't know. I, it, this is more like um, I think this is more how they do the Super Bowl. I I, <laughs> I do not know sports. No, as you say, we've got sixteen celebrities. We're going to pick them at random. Uh, we've got. Eight rounds to start? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the winners of that will go into the quarters, who will go into the semis, who will go into the finals, who will determine who is the winner of the most best fighting tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tournament or championship? I think tournament has a, like, it has a ring to me of a one-off. Yeah. Championship is like an established thing that would need to keep carrying on, I'd say. Okay, so this puts me in a really awkward position. Yeah. Tournament or championship? Is this a one-off, or would you like to come back and make this an annual thing? Uh, I think, I think we'll we'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the first eight rounds will be two minutes each, mm-hmm. uh, and essentially what we're going to do is uh, we'll have a two-minute discussion: who would win in that hypothetical fight? Celebrity A, celebrity B. So oh, what, one of mine isn't a celebrity. <laughs> well, okay, person then. Yeah, they're all real. They're all. Oh, well, one of them isn't a real person either, but they're all. <laughs> this, is, this is falling <laughs> this apart is already. It's such a stupid idea. Okay. <laughs> Each contestant has a chance to win this. And remember, it is completely hypothetical. Uh, so things like. Uh, well, the laws of physics. Oh, yeah, well, that's the, that's the other thing. We've, we've got a few special. Uh, Places, arenas for them to fight in. We've got special arenas fighting. I'm, I don't know how to word it without sounding like, and it's just we have uh, mixed gender. Oh yeah, fights. gender doesn't come into it. Like the people we have picked, picked for a reason. They are people who are worthy of joining the most. Oh yeah, tournament. these are all people we respect. Yeah, honestly, these like, are people we idolize, <laughs> and I'm genuinely excited to find out who wins. Uh, oh yeah, I am as well. Have we covered everything? Is that well, no, as I said, we've got the so let, the preliminaries, two minutes each. Quarterfinals uh, will be three and a half minutes. Mm. The semis will be five minutes each. And the final, we'll have up to ten minutes to okay. really get into the nitty-gritty of okay. who would win in that hypothetical fight. And are we saying that everyone is at full health when they enter a second battle? Yes, because I was about to ask, are we thinking to the death? Oh... I wonder if to the death, actually. I don't know, because I think th- certain things come into it. I think there are overpowered characters. But with- there's opportunities. It's anything can happen. Let's, let's... You've got to think of environmental opportunities. You said we have six unique arenas yeah. for our fights to take place in, mm-hmm. uh, which we will be picking at random. We've, no- num- <laughs> we've, num- num- we've numbered them one to six, and we'll roll a dice to find out where each fight will take place and you know there's obviously going to be different uh environmental benefits to each arena i guess the yeah. term is. Well, you know what we could have even done 
we could have even done it like Dungeons and Dragons style, where each character has actual points. I was looking and at doing that this morning, and I just didn't have the time to put that together. Maybe that's round two. We come, we revisit this, and we think about it. I was also interested in um, inserting special moves, so each character has mm. like a like a um, I can't think of anyone's special move, like a Batista bomb, for example. But mm. to yeah, be their car- but then again, once again. We've been talking about this for months, and I don't know about you, but I've done all my research and work on this today. Yeah, me too as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a kid and doing his homework. Yeah, totally. <laughs> which I, I, that's what I feel like a lot. But yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's, let's do, do it. Yeah, let's there's do no round one. on. You pick one and I'll pick one. Round one. So the first fighter entering the most best hypothetical fighting tournament is Nicolas Cage in his Superman suit. Oh, this is a good one because I've got Vince Vaughn. Oh, right. So let's go to the tale of the tape. Okay. Because these are both characters I've entered in. Shall yeah. I read the tale of the tape for both? Or do you want to read? You, you, you crack on. Tell me about them and I'll, I'll see what we think. Okay. So we'll do first. Do we need we... a dice as well? Not yet. Not we'll do the yet. tale of the tape first. So we've got Nicolas Cage in his Superman suit. Uh, he's 55 years old. Okay. Hailing from Long Beach, California. Okay. Six foot tall. 14 oh. stone. 14. How many is that? How was that in pounds? I... Honestly, spent so much time today converting it the other way, so I had it in stone that I'm insulted you'd even ask. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I, I just know what pounds is, but um, okay. It's, how many pounds in a stone? I, I don't. Know. I just I need to know for my. I'll get my phone. Fourteen stone in pounds. I just do it from boxing. Hundred ninety six. So he's a big lad. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun fact about Nicholas Cage. Light. Why he was picked to come into the tournament. In 2016, he heroically stepped in and fought off Motley Crue's singer Vince Neil after Vince Neil assaulted a woman on the Vegas Strip. So he's good as well, and that's great. That's why he's earned the right to wear the Superman suit from the Superman movie that never was. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, I'm I'm morally behind Nick Cage now, actually. Well, it's good. He's he makes a good face because I've definitely put Vince Vaughn in as a bit of a heel. Uh, So we have Vince Vaughn. 48 years old, hailing from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's six foot five, so he's got... Okay, that's big. He's a big boy. He's got five inches on cage. Mm -hmm. How much does he weigh? Uh, He's only a stone heavier. So he's 15 stone. 15 stone. Uh, Fun fact, and this is why he was chosen for the tournament, while filming Domestic Disturbance in 2001, uh, apparently him and Steve Buscemi got into a bar fight with a group of lads in a bar. Oh, Buscemi. Yeah, apparently Buscemi's quite the, the bar fighter. He's got stabbed in a bar fight before and survived. Okay, let's see where, we're, where they're fighting. Let's hear it. Let's have it. Let's have it. Have you numbered the, yeah, yeah. the arenas? Yeah, I have, yeah. Five. Number five. So they're in a Subway sandwich shop. <laughs> Unlike the Mortal Kombat yeah. level. Unlike Mortal Kombat Subway, they're, they're in a sandwich shop. And I'm going to say that includes the kitchen, so there is knives. Oh, yeah. No, there's no restrictions. You can... No, I just thought as well. Subway, they cook it in the front. So what the fuck is in that back room? (laughs) (laughs) Like a Nintendo 64. What's going on? The kitchen's in the front. So we've got Vince Vaughn, Nicolas Cage in a Superman suit fighting in a subway. Are you ready? Yeah, start the timer. Okay, so what I was wondering, the Superman suit, I've seen the picture, but I don't remember exactly. Is it like armored, like those Batman suits with Michael Keaton in? Or is it just like 
Is it like fabric? It kind of looks... It makes him more muscly and yeah. accentuated. And I can imagine it have some degree of armor, but then again, Superman doesn't need armor. Yeah, yeah. But because he, he is armor. <laughs> he is armor. But what I mean is, Nicolas Cage is not really Superman. So the, the movie prop of the suit... <laughs> is literally probably just painted lycra, I can imagine. But he's got a pretty sweet mullet as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the mullet's could. Right. First things first. So why are they kicking off? Why are they kicking off in the subway? That's what you want to figure out. It's like, just because they hate, they're both actors. They've probably been to late night parties together. You know? Yeah, you know. Vince Vaughn's maybe assaulted someone. Nicolas Cage just stepped in. I think so, yeah. Vince Vaughn is, he's, he's, he looks like a pretty uh, rowdy. Yeah, I reckon uh, Vince Vaughn instigates it, but he bites off way more than he can chew. Because to be honest, you can take a swing. I can imagine you can hit Nicolas Cage in the face with a two-by-four, and it's only going to make him go more crazy. (laughs) Yes, that's true. But the thing is, I don't know if you can really, like, if you can really compensate for a lifetime of bar fighting. But then again, I honestly think it comes down to, it. there is not a punch thrown. It... Vince Vaughn shoves Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage gives him crazy Nicolas Cage face, and it intimidates Vince Vaughn so much that he willingly backs down. Oh, he yeah. grabs I... his spicy meat feast, and he just goes sits in the true. corner by the Coke machine. That's true, actually. He could ju- it could just not come to anything. Yeah, full cage. Yeah, he just snaps into it. Like, he- have you seen Mandy? No. His latest film. If he channels any of what he put in on Mandy, then no one would want to step to that motherfucker because he is the craziest dude. The craziest dude in Hollywood. So it's the liberation. Cage wins. I think Cage takes it by, yeah, intimidate. I think he'd go so mad that Vince would get creeped out and he wouldn't want to fight him. Yeah, I I, I think that's... Uh... He, he, I think if, if a punch was thrown, I could see it being Vince. But it wasn't, and time's run out, so you need to stop discussing yeah, this. Okay, so okay, yeah, okay, it's, okay. It's fucking tough with the two minutes. I felt panicked yeah, as soon as yeah, the time that went was, on. That was... I think that's all we needed to talk about, though. That's, that's enough for that one. Okay, let's see who we got next, then. Round two. The second fight, we have Pink. Fighting John Lydon naked with a hammer and covered in country life butter. Yeah, okay. So these are two of your characters. These are both mine, yeah. Okay. So, Pink, you know, she's a pretty spunky gal. <laughs> she's got attitude. We'll she's give got her a that. damn attitude, man. She's got a great attitude. I remember seeing on VH1 behind the music when I was a little kid, uh, mm. one of her friends saying she got the name Pink because it was the color of vagina. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's quite um, vulgar, actually. It is, <laughs> especially for VH1. And that's uh, must- a child watching VH1, yeah, and that's coming from me. Like I'm pretty vulgar in it. Okay, so she's 39. 39. 160 pounds in stone. Oh. Um. <laughs> Let me just have it up. Uh, she's five foot three. Yep. So she's she, not tall. She's not tall no. at all. No, 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 no. Hey. Um, and she, uh, 160. And she um, works out five, six days a week, 90 minutes a time. So Back she'll do like, she'll do like an hour of cardio. So, sorry, or, just to interrupt, how, how many pounds? 160. 160. Yeah, yeah. So she'll do like, um, 12, st- 12 stone. No, 11.4 stone. Okay, so... She- but for someone that small... She's quite dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I a lot that's of muscle mass. I think purely because she's so fit as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She does, like, weights. She does, like, running. She does some martial arts for, like, half an hour a day, maybe, or something like that. So, like, put some kicking and punching. She's- Who's she fighting again? John <laughs> Lydon. John Lydon, naked now, with a hammer. <laughs> when I was looking up John Lydon today, I've realized he's got really, really heavy. Mm. 
Have you seen him? He's fucking massive. I didn't even. I. I like. Compl- was I, this before you decided to do him? Yeah, I just thought. <laughs> I, I just thought like I know what old John Lyon looks like. Um. So I was like, oh, that guy then. He's like a pretty normally set kind of guy anyway. But um, yeah. Now he's like, he's he's fucking. He's five eight. He's sixty two. Um, I don't. I couldn't find his weight, but like, he's, <laughs> it's a, there's enough. And the naked with a hammer. He's greasy, so he can slip out of situations because he's covered thinking, in that country got like some butter. Grapplers in here. Yep. And I thought the butter would even him up. We're not. We're not timing. We need to figure out okay. where they're fighting. Then we'll discuss this. Yeah, yeah, okay. On the clock. Okay. 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 Right. They are fighting in three. Uh, they're on a speeding train. It's a speeding rocking train. Are they on the top of the speeding train? No, they're in it. But okay. it's, it's like a Eurostar train. It's not like a intercity train. It's like a um, not like an inner city train. It's like a um, like one that would go from Manchester to London or something like that. Like you know that that one that don't, the farmers don't want to get built because they're ruining our country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the the trains or the farmers? The farmers, the farmers. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah. Um, that's what I want. I think they should build that train. Just I, I want like I like big projects like that. I think it's great when stuff gets. But then again, the company won't bust. I don't know. Right, uh, they're on a speeding train. So we got pink. Oh, and John Lyon naked with a naked with a hammer. Point. So honestly, mm-hmm. this is the one thing that I thought when it came up uh, that John Lyon came in with a weapon. Is that yeah. pink is in every way superior to him yeah both yeah. in um physique health musical ability i fucking hate the sex pistols no really yeah genuinely i love punk it's like i've listened to punk my entire life and they're the one band i really can't get on with that's strange do you like do you like pill public image limited uh i never really listened to it i've not really i like a lot of stuff i've heard though anyway yeah that's uh, shocked me but okay <laughs> uh, shock yeah um so yeah if pink she could come in and, you know, she's probably got moves, as you say, she's studied martial arts. But 20 years, she's over 20, she's 23 years younger than him. You've got to think, if Leiden gets that slippery weight behind a big swing and a hammer and it yeah. connects, that's... That's game over, that's death. That, exactly. That, that you know, that could yeah. instantly... The tra- they're, they're on the train, they're rocking about, like... <sighs> he won't be as steady on his feet, though, in the weight. No, and he's, the thing is, she'll, she'll have done stuff where she, like... Does her core must be her, fucking yeah, well, shredded? That's, that's the, her core is like super tight because she'll like run, do loads of crunches, and then run again. Like it's all like very fast, explosive exercises she does. So I reckon just pure balance, she's got it. Like a hundred percent. I gen- and it's uh, unfortunate because I'd love to see John Lydon with a hammer go through, mm, but mm. I, I think that's true. He won't be able to get up out of his chair properly because he's covered in butter and he's got a crazy low center mm. of gravity and bad knees. She could probably... It would be like an action movie. She'd be springing from, mm. like, bench to bench. Massive flying kick to the yeah. chops. She's got it. Yeah, she she could, like, jump over... She'd easily jump over chairs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And swing, swing from the hangers of the, the luggage hangers. Has she ever now, been in, like, any action films? She's probably been in, like, Entourage or something like that. I don't think Entourage counts as an action <laughs> film. No, just my favorite TV show and the way I live my life. Like. So right, I got it. Yeah, I think it is pink. I, I, yeah, just pure, pure core wise. Yeah. Oh, I did um, fail to mention in the official rule book. If we do get to a point where we're on a deadlock, it's flip of a coin. Yeah, it. I think, just to, yeah, just I think to so. save. Oh, that was that was nearly close to a, a dice being rolled there. But um, uh, yeah. So pink just core core alone. She's got to balance more on that rock and train. I think. 
the uh, the first fight of the quarterfinals is Nicolas Cage in a Superman suit versus Pink. That's exciting. Round three. Both Chuckle Brothers to be determined. So right. we haven't said you uh, can't have two people going in as two autonomous beings into a fight, which is one thing we can agree but, well, on. Let, let me pick because I was thinking. Let me pick one of these characters, and then maybe we'll decide what their <laughs> okay. handicap is. So, okay. Okay, so we've got we've got Elon Musk. But he's super stoned, trying to light a joint with his flamethrower. Uh, two autonomous chuckle brothers. Yeah, I think they're on their yeah, own for this flamethrower is a game changer. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to give us the tale of the tape on the chuckle brothers? I don't really know that much about them. I know they come from a showbiz family. This is, um, the chuckle brothers are still both alive. So yeah, this is, this is both alive chuckle brothers. And I'm going to say, because they were getting on, I'm going to say it's 10 years ago. So... Yeah, they're about 50, 60 at That's this a, point. You know, they're old men. Yeah, they're old men. But there's two of them. And they, the to me to you thing is... They're, they're, that's what we were saying earlier, is that their strength is in their co- collaboration. Yeah, exactly. They're they, a socialist dream. They're a socialist icon. They're a hive To mind. me to you, you know? That's <laughs> Lenin. <laughs> I was going to say, they're like a hive mind. They don't even have... Yeah, yeah. They say to me to you, just but to they fill don't up need to. the silence on camera, they yeah. are connected yeah. mentally. I bet they were actually really... They ended up becoming like really handy at like DIY, just from filming that show. <laughs> Apart from when it came to like carrying ladders and things. Then it all got very slapstick. That's true, actually. They probably bred... Like, it's like when you're lifting weights, if you, you like breed a bad habit into you. They've probably done that by doing so much... <laughs> <laughs> they would like put shelves up wonky and stuff like this, and like bake cakes badly and stuff. <laughs> like, but so, yeah, yeah, they they're um okay. So two autonomous they're chuckle two brothers. autonomous chuckle brothers. They're from a showbiz family, and they have another set of brothers who are another double act. They're another double act. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called though. They're more theater. They're not on TV or anything. Otherwise, we would have heard of them. But yeah, that's the chuckle brothers, right? They there. are the brothers chuckle. The brothers chuckle. Yeah. Uh, so the, the both chuckle brothers, Barry and Paul. Going up against a super stoned Elon Musk who won't stop lighting his joint with his flamethrower. Mm. So as you know, he recently got stoned on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, he got zooted, man. That caused him a lot of trouble. Yeah, it did, actually. Uh, there's been footage of him in the SpaceX office, wherever he works, Tesla, wherever. Uh, with Have you seen his like flamethrower thing? Wait, so how big is his flamethrower? Seen- it's, it's, there's not like a backpack. It's like one single contained unit, and he's... Swinging it around Is like... It like the size of a handgun? Imagine, say, like, Mr. Freeze's gun from... Okay. Yeah, like yeah. that, but just spraying fire. Okay. Uh, and, as I say, he won't stop lighting his joint. His eyebrows are completely gone. Most of his hair is gone. So imagine the heat coming off that thing. Yeah, that's true. But he's so stoned that... He does have a big cone, I think. But then if he's, he's, he's smoked it... Well, the problem is, it was just an every average day for Elon Musk, except he mistook a bag of Grimes' weed edibles for lovely sweeties. Uh, mm. And he ate all of them, uh, and now he's found himself he must be... with a flame. So he's eating a bag? He's eating a bag of edibles, yeah. Let's start the tape, because I think that really comes, <laughs> time, because that really comes into it. Uh, we need to find out where they're fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll, roll, roll dice. One. One. They're on a moon base, but the gravity is malfunctioning. So both Chuckle Brothers fighting a super stone flamethrower-wielding Elon Musk on a moon base with faulty gravity. Yeah. Are you ready? Fight. So the gravity issue uh, throws everything up in the air. Badumsh. Yeah. 
you know, as I saw it originally, I, I was picturing it in like an office environment mm. for some reason. And I can imagine they could work together to kind of get at him. But if gravity mm. cuts out, then how does gravity affect fire? Um, if like gravity goes zero gravity, how would that affect the fire? How would fire behave in that environment? I don't think fire is really affected by gravity all that much. It is the propulsion of it goes down if it was like a it depends which type of flamethrower it is i actually know a little bit about flamethrowers. <laughs> like if it's a if it's a, 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 a like a liquid fuel gravity's going to affect it if it's a gas fuel it's not right so i think he's gas i think gas is the more modern one yeah of course right so then it's not really going to affect it all that much <sighs> Oh, so, the, so you've got a Superstone so the, Zero Gravity Elon Musk with a flamethrower. Yeah, and the thing is, he could have a moon base. He does, but it's on Mars. But he calls it a moon base. <laughs> does he call it a moon base? I can imagine he does. He's such a fickle bastard. Yeah, but um, I think even in a zero gravity situation, the Chakra Brothers could still work quite well as an effective. That's the team. thing is, that's exactly the type of thing they'd be good at. I'm, if they had a bigger budget, they would have done a zero gravity episode. Well, like we were saying, they're prone to getting into slapstick situations. So imagine the slapstick comedy of the Chuckle Brothers in zero gravity. Yeah. They would the fight would be lost. There would be about to be obliterated by Elon Musk and something so yeah, silly yeah. would happen yeah. that would turn the tables, massive slapstick ending, yeah. Elon Musk ends with a bucket of paint on his head for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, And also, I think we're, we're not really addressing, like, he's not, like, a little bit stoned. He's, like, had a full... Uh, and not even realising he's eaten them. He's had a full bag of those sweets. Like, they're strong anyway. Like, one is apparently way more than enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's <laughs> he's de- he's completely debilitated. It's the chuckleballers take that every day of the week. I'm going to have to agree. Flamethrower or not, it doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, but I, it's unfortunate. I really wanted to see how... Uh, that would have been good. I think that the space element really mm, helped them. I think what's happened now is both people with weapons are out of so the tournament. weapons aren't that effective, it turns out. No. The so environment the- is really playing a, little, a bigger part here. Right, so let's move on then. Who have we got now? We've got Chuckle Brothers, and now we're about to decide their opponent now. We are indeed. So would you like to pick? Let's go. Let's have it. Right, so there's some exciting ones left, actually. Okay, okay. I've got Gemma Collins from TOWIE, from The Only Way is Essex. <laughs> do, you know who, do you know who she is? Uh, I'm aware of her. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know the full details. I'm going to say as well... This is my last minute edition. I was thinking this. She's layered up on a night out. So she's not like, it's not end of the night. <laughs> she's like, you know, when I've not really seen that much Tally, but I can just imagine that there's like scenes when they go on a night out and they're in the wine bar before they get to the club. So they're a little bit sauce, but not really, where they have a big argument and then they go on a night out. I imagine that's what happens a lot in Tally. And uh, they're just arguing over some dumb shit. That's what stage drunk she is. So she's had. She's about to or has had an argument she's in the wine rage, bar. She's rage lost it. She's gone to the nightclub full rage boner. She's ra- she's yeah, she's she's on rage pills. She's out looking for a fucking yeah, fight. Like but- she's ang- like she's had a big fight with Arge. She had a massive fight with Arge. <laughs> That's her boyfriend. Okay. That's her man's. Okay. Uh, her, her hubby. Uh, she had a big fight with Arge and uh and now she's annoyed. Like well annoyed. Well, that's going to play in her favor because and she I'm, is I'm going to say she's had a bottle of wine. She's okay. bottle of white wine, not too much, but uh, she can handle that. Just got to go in. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, but she's going up against 
UFC Hall of Famer, oh, no. WWE Superstar, and now Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat 11, oh, right. oh. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Wow. So him having a fucking That's weird on. that we've got two... Yeah, I honestly... This is like how the comedy world works, is there's two female people who come up against each other, and that means one of them's not going to get, get to go through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Because oh, we've already got one of those. We don't need another world. That's, that's how people think. That box that's is ticked. sex thing. Um, uh, right. Let's, let's just... I think that's... Oh, that's a strange one. Cool. Uh, but we're going to determine where... The, uh, was it? Ronda Rousey and Jamie Collins are fighting. Yeah, yeah. Where are they going to Where are they going to fight? Where are they gonna, we've got some good arenas left. Four. Four is... Oh, after school in the playground. Oh, uh, so they have the, been bubbling on this. Yeah, this okay. This is actually uh, this means that they're both as old as however they are, but they're still in school but together. Still in school together, and they've had a big argument in PE. Yeah, and PE was like second lesson. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they've been stewing on this all day. The whole school knows. Oh, After yeah. school, Ronda Rousey, yeah. drunk Jemma Collins. They're going to be surrounded by all of their their peers yeah. and teachers alike. Right, Ronda Rousey, Gemma Collins, after school, are you ready? Yeah. So all oh. the kids around the tune, they're both revved up because they've got, they both love an audience. Yeah, 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 that's, that's the thing. I think, what's that song that she comes out to? I don't give a no bad reputation, dude. Uh, yeah. Joan, Joan Jett and the Heartbreakers, is it? I believe so. Um, that's like a song, it has like, she really doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks. Gemma Collins. I mean, this is yeah. This is a this is a funny one. I think oh, it sounds stupid because, like, obviously, um, Ronda Rousey is the more accomplished professional fighter. But after school, I think the politics of school and that Gemma Collins would be more popular. Because hundred percent. Oh yeah, she'd like bully people who are smarter and prettier than her. Um, she's like an alpha. She like yeah. she runs the. She's a queen bee. Yeah, she's a bit of a queen bee, isn't she? Uh, then again, I think how how old is Ronda Rousey? Thirty one. Thirty one. Do you know how much she she as weight doesn't come into it? Uh, she's five foot ten and nine and a half stone. Oh, so she weighs even less than Pink. Um, what are you saying about Pink? You call her Pink fat? No, because they're both quite. Because I would have thought Pink is quite slight, but like I. Rousey's like, she's not bulky or anything, she's like dense. She's like got a thick body. Um, then again, Ronda Rousey has also closed fights with some of the other hardest women in the world yeah. within like six seconds. Yeah. So that's the thing. It would just, uh, you know what? This is there's no point in even discussing this. Ronda would Ronda takes it straight away. She comes out swinging. Honestly, though, I reckon she's so in her head about it. And this seems to have been Ronda Rousey's problem in the mm-hmm. past. That when the stakes are that high, yeah, yeah, yeah. she will crumble under the pressure. And no. having the entire school around it chanting, Gemma, Gemma. And like, you know, how is she... Is that going to inspire her? Or? I, don't, I disagree completely. I think, I think fundamentally, even if she was asleep, she's got the muscle memory to win. I'll, I'm I'm saying Rousey. What do you think? I, honestly, I'm saying just for the confidence of her peers, Collins. No, no. I think what would happen is she'd cry. We can't we can't discuss it anymore. Time is up. It literally. Okay, you need to flip a coin then. Uh, do you have a coin? <laughs> I think if they were fighting in a different place, my vote could be switched to Collins. But um, just purely muscle memory alone. Right. And- so Rousey heads Collins tails. 
And what? Okay, and how am I going to how am I going to flip this coin? Am I going to catch it and then turn it the other side up in my hand? <laughs> that's yeah, that's standard protocol. That's standard. That's practice. Co- that's yeah. coin flop it, flipping etiquette. etiquette. What was it again? Rousey's heads. Rousey heads. It's tails. Gemma Collins wins. Gemma Collins takes it. So it's Gemma Collins versus the Chuckle Brothers in the ooh, next round. Ooh, she might not have the crowd from the school behind her this time. Yeah, could be anywhere. Right, let's let's pick some let's pick some more. Round five. Ah, so we have Maynard James Keenan. Oh, that's one of my picks. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Tool recently. I'm getting back into them. I really like Tool them. are incredible. I'm listening. I'm I'm fully transitioning back to Tool, bro. Complete Tool, bro. Complete um, Tool, bro. Yeah, uh, I I much prefer them to A Perfect Circle as well. I love The Perfect Circle's first album, which is the most hipster thing I'm going to say this entire weekend. Mm. Uh, but as they went on, like the, the latest album they did, I think it was last year, mm. is rubbish. Really, really, yeah, really couldn't get on with it whatsoever. I don't want to say. I always feel like bad calling it rubbish because mm. obviously a lot of work went into it. But. Mm. I think they're they're kind of the type of band you have to like. You have to listen to it a lot to get to get into it. And I like a lot of those Perfect Circle songs, but I'm not quite as hot as I am on on them as I am on other stuff. Um, and it's the same I'll say about Pussifer. I don't really. I've literally never listened to them. They're all right. They got a couple. They got a couple of good ones. Yeah, they probably got. I reckon a lot of this stuff is really good. It's just I've never really sat down and like. It's because it's obviously Tool is strange anyway. Yeah, and then what they do is like this is his alternative project. So it's like it's just completely it, like you have to really pay attention or not pay get yourself into it to, to learn to, to like it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I like so some of the songs I like. Um, I can't remember what the one's called. Oh fuck! But I listened to it. It's on one of my playlists, and it's um, it's quite traditional. Like. Not not country and western, western, but it's like uh, it's kind of acoustic guitar, so it's a little bit more traditional, but um, type piece of music. But um, yeah. So we got Tool versus. Uh, oh yeah, I've just realised I haven't said. You haven't even said your one yet. Tool versus the Mary Berry Flesh Megazord. The Mary Berry Flesh Megazord has risen. Yeah. So this really is the impetus of the entire fighting tournament. When yeah. you came on and did your first episode of the Most Best Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended it essentially just discussing celebrity chefs and who would win in fights. Yeah, that was good, actually. And stumbled upon a uh, little-known deity in the baking community, uh, which is a merry, very flesh megazord. Yeah. Uh, so as you... Well, I reckon she would be worshipped as a god. Of course. As you rightly pointed out on the last episode as well, uh, she was made up of two merry, berry legs, two merry, berry arms, a merry, berry body, oh. and a merry, berry head. Yeah. So, combining the six Mary Berries, she has an age of 498. Okay. A height of 32 foot 6 inches, and a weight of roughly oh. in the region of 36 stone. Oh, man, it's really... You see, the thing is now, the flamethrower would would burn that, that already, like, bubbling flesh. Oh, yeah, she's very cronenberg we forgot yeah, to mention. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, explo- exposed It's very much like you know, muscles the thing. and tendons and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the, the flamethrower would have almost been the perfect thing to defeat her. And I think if Elon Musk was that stone, he probably could have just zoned him. That's a, what it is. Nah, that would have freaked him out. Anyway. No, 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 no. I think what it is is that's enough of it. It's like if you look at the Chuckle Brothers, it's just like two, they literally look like two normal men. But if you are so stoned, you see, like, an absolute flesh megazord. <laughs> that's enough that's gonna wake you up that's gonna wake you up i think that's gonna make you spiral if you're gonna pull a whitey over anything in this tournament so far that's what's gonna make you pull a whitey no i i, I think that i think that like he'd be able to compose himself just for a little bit of time and he knows he's got the flamethrower and he'd be able to 
Zappa. But okay, we're not talking about that. That's a fight for another. That's yeah. bonus content. Okay, so, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we'll uh, we'll yeah, we'll discuss we'll that do later. other hypotheticals. See, here's this is this is a difficult one for me because I thought Maynard was actually quite hard. Right, he's fifty. Yeah, he he went to West Point. He was in the Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to West Point. Um, it's like it's like uh, it's like Sandhurst in America, like a military training college. Yeah. It's like their most prestigious one. He was in the Marines. He was a forward observer. So he would like call in artillery strikes and he was like really, so he would like go ahead like a scout almost and like call in artillery and stuff. Um, and he was like well, well respected in his thing, in his, uh, in his, like uh, in his branch. And um, he does, he does be, this is kind of obsolete at this point because like, how are you going to do Brazilian jujitsu against the flesh megazord? There, there must be a way. But he's either way, he's a purple belt. Fucking hell! So yeah, and he's trained with Ricks and Gracie. You know, they're really yeah, they're yeah. they're a BJJ family. Like, um, and so it goes. The belt system I learned today. I don't know if you know about it, but it goes white, blue, purple, brown, and black. So brown and black are obviously the two highest ones. So purple is it's respectable. Yeah, he's he's a hard bastard. Like you've seen him on stage, so he wrestles that fan to the ground, and he just like. Puts him in like a like a sleeper hole where he carries on singing the song. No, <laughs> have you not? No, no. If they're on stage. Some fan is like completely messed up. He tries to hug him, and he like pretends to hug him, and then he just like puts him in a in a, <laughs> in a, a rear naked chokehold. Fucking wraps hell. his legs around him and stuff. He doesn't like hurt him. He just like holds him there. The guy's like clearly fucked up. But yeah. that's probably most people at tool shows are. But uh, so main. That's the thing. Is main is a hard bastard. It looks like he's only five six, five seven. Okay, so you know. He's got a good I think twenty-eight I, foot height disadvantage. Yeah, this is a shame. Let's okay. Let's let's start the yeah. Let's clock start. Let's, let's find start out the where, clock. Where, find out where they where they're wrestling. Oh shit! Yeah, let's find out where they're yeah, wrestling. Where they're where they're fighting. Even yeah. Three. So we're back on a speed and rocking. Oh, back on a speed and rocking train. Ah, now this changes everything. Are you ready? Yeah. Fight. The tra- yeah the. The train in the comp- compartment compartment of the train. There's Jeez, not enough room for the Mary Berry Flesh Megazord. I'm wondering if perhaps we should even pick another arena. No, we've got to stick with them. Okay. This is a massive... Because everyone knows there's no such thing as a 36-foot train carriage, as far as I know, anyway. She'd have to lie down in it. Yeah, she would be tubed in. Honestly, he would just really need to tire her out, and she'd just get stuck in there yeah. and starve. I mean... As we discussed last time, she is a magical being. Yeah. Uh, we did also, I forgot to mention, we did once uh, think she was controlled by Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Turns out not true. She is an autonomous being. She's out for revenge. Mm. Uh, but as I say, she's not going to have much room to move. She'll, be, she'll literally be trapped in there like a sardine. Essentially, yeah. It would be like a metal sleeping bag for her. Mm, yeah. She wouldn't, and then like I don't know how Maynard can really attack her, but he certainly like her face would be poking out at the end. He could just stand there, just punching her in the face repeatedly, calling air strikes. Then on again, her face. then again, not really because what Mary Berry herself isn't that big. She so let's no. let's say what what one Mary Berry is a leg. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I, I was thinking of her having a giant Mary Berry face. Like her face is just a Mary Berry, isn't it? Yeah, her head is okay, just another yeah. Mary Berry. So she's she might not be stuck. No, she'd be quite thin actually, wouldn't she? Because Mary Berry's only a small person. So she'd be very long. She'd be ve- yeah, she'd be very long. She probably wouldn't be able to stand up in the aisle that well, but she could go sideways. 
I, I still think Maynard's got it because if she could stand up, she could swing big hits down. Yeah. Like this, he basically just has to fight Six oh yeah, pensioners. of course she can't stand fully. She yeah, so, on top of it. So yeah. he's he she hasn't got her swing, which is really where all her yeah, power is. Main is so looking good actually. He's got the room to move, and he's fight. very smart as well. Apparently, that's what he said about him in military college. He's quite, he's very intelligent. Maynard takes it, man. That's good because I, I think he's a a good foe. But it's great because all of the overpowered characters that we were worried about yeah. in the beginning are all getting eliminated in like circumstances mm. essentially Round six. so we've got some exciting fighters left left okay i've got the big dog that this is another one who started this off last time because this is basically what we we're talking about how much who i've got gordon ramsay would beat the shit out of paul hollywood yeah he would i've been thinking about it recently like he wouldn't he'd enjoy it like he'd be he'd like <laughs> <laughs> As I took a sip of yeah, beer, <laughs> he'd he'd like he'd be happy with himself. He'd be like, to have done it. No, honestly, I think it would. It's just sheer contempt. Mm. Paul Hollywood is just in his way, and he's gonna smash yeah. him like raw That's salmon true. and just move That's, on. Yeah, you're right. It's true. It's, it's more anger than it is bullying. He's doing oh, yeah, it because yeah. he needs. Yeah. Okay. So we got Gordon versus. Well, it's interesting. Uh, we have star of both stage and screen. Uh, drummer, actor, extraordinaire, Luke Goss. Luke Goss? Of Brass. Of Brass, okay. This is a very, very, very British fight. It is. This is the, yeah. the UK Championship fight. Now, you might be thinking, oh, a failed, well, not really failed, but a failed 80s mobster. Yeah. <laughs> What's he going to bring to the table? So he's 50 years old. He's six foot, uh, 11 and a half stone. Nowadays, he no longer really plays drums. He's an actor uh-huh. in a lot of action films. Okay. Most notably, he was Prince Nuada in Hellboy, The Golden Army. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I rewatched that the other night, and he does a lot of martial arts. And it yeah. turns out he did train in a lot of different disciplines of martial arts and has continued to do so post-filming. You know, okay. That's part of his life now. Okay. When, did, when was that film made? 2008, I believe. So he's had 11 years of training then. Oh, yeah. But then again, he's also an older man now. How, How old, old is Gordon? Gordon's uh, 52. Ah, so he's younger than Gordon then. How old's Luke? 50. 50, all right. Gordon's 6'1", right? So he is one inch taller? As far as I can tell from the internet, he's 185 pounds. I don't know yeah. what that is in stone. Oh, wait, let me consult the iPad. Okay, you, you have a look at that. Now, Gordon, obviously he's got the temper going for him. So the absolute temper. This is, <laughs> this is what brought us onto this. He's the, he's the superstar from last time. How many pounds? One hundred and eighty-five. He's um, he's also obviously a ex ex professional footballer. He uh, he runs marathons. Just to interject, thirteen stone. How how much? Roughly. How many stones? Luke, we don't know. Eleven. Eleven and a half. Two stones is a lot. I I, never, I watch Gordon's cooking videos now, and he looks like a bulky boy. Like he's got he's got shoulders, he's got biceps on him. Like he definitely works out. Oh, you yeah, definitely he, see he looks after he, himself. He does. Okay, he says cycling. His wife says his legs are like pure muscle. So he there's no bones anymore. Yeah, there's no bones. He's taken them out. The for muscles more bo- are so strong they've just grinded bones. the bones down into a yeah. dust. <laughs> but um, he does he does like an he does like an Iron Man. So he'll like swim like two miles do a 26.2 mile marathon then he'll cycle 135 miles as well well all that gives him is stamina doesn't give him technique so before let's stick the clock on let's get into it are you ready we need to find out where they're fighting oh shit every single time i'm glad you remember okay 
Three. Three. Oh, they're on a speeding train again. <laughs> it's proven that, to be a very that, popular train. Uh, okay, so that that dice is like weighted. It's definitely <laughs> weighted. Yeah, this is my cheating dice. Point. On the train, right? I don't think the train comes that much into this one. Uh, in a little bit, in as much as Luke Goss definitely has much better stability and control of his body than Ramsey. I'm not saying mm, Ramsey has mm, poor control of his mm. body. He's a very fit man, but. Goss is very much yoga, meditation, tai chi, martial arts. Like that guy is in tune. Is with he his like? Body. Is he like? Is he like into it? Does he? Is he like a martial artist, or is he just someone who does like martial arts? Well, he's like an action film star, so he has to do that as part of his job because he does a lot of fighting in his movies and things. That's true. Uh, he's true. in really good shape. Hell of a drummer as well. He fucking smacks the drums, which I thought would play into it. Like he can generate some power with his hands. I was just going to ask what band he was in, but he was in Bros. Is he in with like our a, friend Matt Goss? With our friend Matt Goss, yeah. <laughs> Matt made me laugh so much the other night. He said, uh, Perks, do you ever try on a new pair of jeans and just go, This is the real me? <laughs> he always comes up with shit like that, Matt. He's so funny. He's but, fucking uh, hilarious. Uh, he's such a funny man. Um, so, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Luke Gordon. Uh, Gordon's got the tenacity. He's going to come in hot. That rate is not going to let him down. He's coming in like swinging. He's not happy. It's like the end of the second act when the hero is giving it their all to defeat the villain, but they fail. You know, they push themselves too hard. They let the anger take control. I love how you've just defined Gordon as definitely the hero. Hypothetically, in in the hero's journey, he's the hypothetical hero. I'd say he's the hero. He's my personal hero. But, um,. Matt Goss has got weapons training as well. If he can like rip down a, a curtain rail, he's got staff training, so he's got the Do you think advantage. Like, I don't think there are any curtains on trains. Really. I'm thinking it's like a very ornate kind of. No, no, this is like the. Uh, we didn't mention that this is the Orient Express. Yeah, Clara <laughs> is on there. Um, fuck. Ooh. So like, if if it is that type of train and he can get a curtain rail, he has got reach advantage. You can keep. <gasps> this one, I I think we need to flip another coin. I'm saying Goss. I'm saying, I'm, but if you're not, I'm, if I'm, you're undeci- not in I'm undecided. I'm undecided. I'd flip the coin. All right. Okay. So heads is Gordon. Tails, Tails is Goss. And we're doing the unified coin flipping rules. It's he- is that heads? Is it the queen? No, that's, Tails. <laughs> that's Tails. So Matt Goss goes through. Yeah. Oh, Luke, Gordon. Luke Goss goes through. Yeah. Luke Goss. I keep calling him Matt Goss. Okay, Gordon's out. Cool, cool. Matt. Uh, you Luke seem Goss. upset by that. Ah, Gordon's such a good character. It's a shame because he started this entire thing, but them's the breaks, you know? Yeah, of course. He's the, the first film. That in must the be like the first thing up. Gordon Ramsay has ever lost. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a winner. Do you think his life and his career will just start to spiral now because of this? Not at all. The butterfly effect of this podcast. It, it, people don't know it's written into the contract he made for Hell's Kitchen that every season he's the winner. <laughs> that would be great if he just crowns himself. Yeah. I'm the best chef here. Obviously, I should win. I got Alex's old boss Pete. Alex's old boss Pete. Yeah. Uh you'll have to tell me more about him. Right, so Pete is a guy I used to work for who's like my line manager. He was he's fucking amazing. He's so funny. Um he used to play professionally for like Bristol City, I wanna say. Football. Football, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like fit, but he had, an, he had a knee injury, came back, doing jujitsu and that stuff like that. Um, he's got a strong sales background, so he, he's, I wouldn't call him pushy, I'd say he's um, persuasive. He knows how to work people. Yeah, and he's very, when he knows what he's on about, 
he's he's always he's always right about everything almost <laughs> you know what i mean in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, his yeah. own world the stuff he knows he can he can deal with that really well um and that also he's bald so a, ah so the statham advantage yeah he's got a plus 10 hard bonus who's he fighting he is fighting tom cruise in four inch heels so Tom Cruise, as we know, action star, fifty six years old. He's mm-hmm. five foot ten in the heels, uh, five foot six naturally. Yeah, yeah. Twelve stone, birthplace, uh, Syracuse, New York. Fun mm-hmm. fact about him: not only does he do his own stunts, but he has the entirety of the Church of Scientology at his disposal. Oh, which is it's gonna play. In. That's what I was thinking. I uh, I was thinking it'd be good to have someone like uh, an Australian like MP and just <laughs> imagine them just all the power they could wield. <laughs> as one of the characters uh and where are they but yeah, fighting scientology is a good one let's let's roll the dice and see what happens four four that's after school we've got a couple here we haven't done yet okay do you want to re-roll see if it lands on one after school i don't know i'm liking that because i think that would play the pete's advantage as i say let's just keep the roll where it is okay rolls a roll there's no point changing it yeah so we've got tom cruise and my old boss, Pete. Right. Uh, if you're ready, let's go. Point. So we got Pete. Pete's about 5'10". He's about, he's about mid... mid. So he's late. eye level with Cruz, even though Cruz is in the shoes. Mid, late 30s. I think what would happen is Pete wouldn't be scared of him at all. No. <laughs> Pete would be annoyed at his presence. He'd be um, an inconvenience to Pete. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> I, I don't disagree with you. In the hand-to-hand fight of it all, yeah, yeah, Pete would probably... Well, I don't know. Cruz is very in shape. He does all his own stunts and fight work, so he probably does know how to handle himself. I but, think just the raw Newport aggression of Pete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's younger. He's in a very different life to Tom Cruise. I think he'd, he'd headbutt him. He'd headbutt him in yeah, the face. and Tom break. Cruise would not see a headbutt coming. The thing is, what the difference here for me, the key difference is... Tom Cruise knows maybe how to throw a punch for his movies and stuff. He doesn't know how to carry on fighting after someone's just broken his nose with their forehead. Of course, Pete, but Pete knows how to live past that. He's not—he's not, he's not a rough guy or anything, but like, no, no, but he doesn't be, take any shit. Like, yeah, and he yeah. knows how to move past it. I agree, hands down. You know, the he, he would—I can imagine because I can imagine Tom Cruise in like platform shoes being the school bully. That's the thing. That's that's a. Uh, so obviously Pete's the underdog. He's got the crowd on his side. They're chanting for him. I don't think Pete's the underdog. I think Pete is the um. No, but I mean like I see Cruz as the rich kid who's like I'm cool in school, and Pete's just like the I'm doing this for the little guys. I'm yeah. winning us back the PE block. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pete, no, Pete's kind of like a he's kind of like a. I hate to use this kind of terminology, but he's kind of like an alpha male. I want to get this in before the time runs right. out. Even when Tom Cruise loses the fight, he has all of Scientology at his disposal mm-hmm. and can use them to actually decimate Pete's life. They'd ruin Pete's life, yeah. So in the they long run, life. exactly, in yeah. the long run, Pete loses, even though Cruise wins the fight. Yeah. So is it about the fight or the long-term effects of the fight? I think it's purely just a fight. Pete, Pete would batter him if he was wearing normal shoes. <laughs> Tom Cruise is fucked. Yeah. Pete, congratulations. <laughs> Pete, congratulations, buddy. You're going through to the semi-finals. I'm really proud of you. Right, so I've got Idris Elba. 
versus Courtney Love. Oh, yeah. This, oh, this, <laughs> right, we need to pick the area then. This sounds like a fight that could happen. Yeah. Idris Elba, we all know Idris Elba, he's a beautiful man. She'd be fucked up and she'd be annoying him. Yeah, Courtney Love, we know Courtney Love. It's, yeah, let's just see where they're fighting. Three, Subway. We go back to the Subway? Yeah, no, no, do it again. We've had, we've had enough Subways. Do it one more time. One, to the moon base with the gravity. I'd say Subway. No, I, I broke my own rule. Okay, okay. Let's keep it the Subway. subway. We've got well, to that, keep it That kind of plays into what I was thinking then. If, if we're ready to go right now, if you, if you set the time. Oh, right. Let me set I'll the explain, time. I'll explain my point now. Like, Wait a second. Point. So here's what it is. First of all, Idris, yeah, he's 6'2". He's 211 pounds. He's 46 years old. And he, he oh, you remember he trained as a professional kickboxer? Yeah. And he, he won that fight. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And he looked like he—he's a big man in like in Luther, but I think for the fight he looked—he looked a lot smaller. But um, he's just obviously toned up and stuff. He was probably like at the top of his weight class that he possibly could have been and just stayed there. But um, my thoughts are he probably wouldn't hit a woman. I don't think. Yeah, but then seems like a. As I say, anything can happen. But then again, he does seem like that much of a stand-up guy. Mm. that he wouldn't do it. But then again, Courtney loves only real recourse. Because if she threw a punch, mm. it wouldn't do massive damage to her. But her real go-to would be get him addicted to heroin and <laughs> have him killed. Have him kill himself. Yeah, right. yeah, or she... have him killed. Or, have, or have him allegedly killed, allegedly. Um, uh, so I don't think Idris Elba is stupid enough to take heroin off Courtney Love. No. Uh, but at the same time, as you say, he is, I don't know, <laughs> this is the thing I was going to, I was worrying about when we were setting it up, is what if it came to the situation uh, in, say, like a man versus woman fight? Obviously, I don't want to advocate no. violence towards women, but I kind of want Idris Elba to win this fight. I think but it, he's this got, isn't he even be... about women, it's more just Courtney Love just is such an annoying person, and she'd be... She'd be smashed on all kinds of different stuff, and and uh, she'd wind Idris up when he was just going to get his sandwich. And I think we can safely say if he threw an overhand punch at her, he he'd win. He'd completely win. But he wouldn't need to because he could just charm her. Yeah, uh, and he could do it that way. He could do he go the charm offensive, win her over. Yeah, and then like show her up. That's what would happen. Yeah, he'd end up embarrassing her. So that's it for part one of the Most Best Fighting Championship. Don't forget episode two, uh, where we will cover the quarters, the semis, the final. Find out who is the Most Best Fighting Champion will be available later on in the week. So make sure you subscribe via Stitcher, Acast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss the thrilling conclusion of the Most Best Fighting Championship. Besties, till next time. Peace. Peace.